This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. Jay Severin. Has everything changed? Has everything changed? What the heck are you talking about, Jay? What? What, what did I miss? What? No. What? Change? Everything changed? Did everything change? Everything might have changed. Did you notice? That's what I'm here to talk about. Excelsior. Welcome back, best and brightest. Uh, One is always, of course, uh, pressed for the appropriate terminology. I cannot say happy Memorial Day. It wouldn't be appropriate. It's no longer Memorial Day, but for now, Memorial Day. We said it before, uh, and now I get to say it to you after. More comments on that as we go along i i'm i do notice more people know about memorial day and i mean kids and the great unwashed seem to know more about it what it is and what it means and i think that's a good thing one triple eight nine hundred three three nine three i'm jay severin you're the best and brightest thanks for being here now this is going to be an ugly Uh, segue no matter what I do but I feel that this has to be on record and this has to be on record and I want to get it on record and then get rid of it okay Uh, did the zoo do the right thing did the zoo do the right thing. And again, I feel a little bit, not silly. Uh, it's, in fact, I don't feel silly at all. Uh, it's, it, there is just a, something of an uncomfortable feeling uh, uh, about an issue like this. But I don't know why. I don't know why. So he, just to just to get it on the record, did the zoo do the right thing? Bibbidi bobbidi boo, zoo do. Now the story, of course, in short, is that a four or five year old fell over, climbed over, but. 
you know, found himself suddenly in on the other side, the wrong side of the gorilla enclosure at the Cincinnati Zoo. And the very large 500-pound gorilla uh, approached the child, and after some initial sniffing and contact, dragged the child, I'm told, at breakneck speed through the moat and through the enclosure, swinging the child wildly by uh, his hand, his meaning the child's. And that's part of the point here is the... You know, we're not going to personify the gorilla despite our inclinations to do so, especially my inclinations to do so as a great animal lover. But after a bizarre couple of moments and flat-out frightening couple of moments, and I'm piecing this together from news reports and commentary I've had about it, one thing I haven't seen is any video. So until I see the entire video as it may exist, uh, I reserve the right for further comment. But I don't think whatever I see on the video, in fact, I'm pretty much prepared to say whatever is on the video is not going to change my opinion. It, it may lend some direction to my editorial, but not to my ultimate opinion. So at a crucial moment, which included, by the way, the mother of the child not jumping over herself to try and save the child, but screaming continuously, I am told that the child, Mommy's here! Mama's here! Mama's here! Don't worry, Mama's here! I don't know why I wouldn't worry. I mean, I would be thinking though I might not be using this vocabulary if I were four years old or unconscious or concussed, but I might be thinking, why doesn't mama get her fat ass over the enclosure and come try to do what a gorilla mother would do, a zebra mother would do, certainly a human mother, which is try to save my child. Now, I know that the odds are not with the human. I also know that the human could easily, an untrained human, could easily have provoked that gorilla into sooner, more sudden uh, movements and violence than would ever have been the case otherwise. I just think it's wicked odd that the mother, seeing her infant child uh, being dragged around by the gorilla, limited her... And look, I'm sure she was in shock, but I'm sorry. This is what humans do. They talk about other humans. And in this case, the fact that the mother's actions were limited to saying, Mama's here. Don't worry. And I can only think for that poor little boy. I don't know what the thinking of a four-year-old is like, but I don't know. If I could cognate what she was saying, I would say, why should I not worry? Mama's here, but Mama's instincts and actions are thus far limited to notifying me at 150 decibels as to her presence. But so far, she's making no action to save my life. But in any case, you, you know all about this story, or now you do. 
and I believe you know all about it, even given my fairly limited knowledge of it. Uh, I think I know enough to make a judgment. And this is my challenge to you if you feel like it. What proceeded here, what eventuated, is that the armed guard, the nearest armed guard that was available, arrived, assessed the situation, and shot the gorilla. Killed it. Did the zoo do the right thing? And attendant to this is an editorial opinion, which I think everybody, no matter what your, no matter what you, uh, which side of the moat you're on here, this aches, this cries out for an editorial, especially because there is a right answer to this. You can have any opinion you like, but there is a right and wrong answer to this question. And exactly because there is a right answer, anyone who is inclined to give it is going to give it with some some matter of chagrin. And I don't want to hint too much, but anybody who gives the right answer is going to very quickly want to say, however, in my view. So that's it. I'm not going to try to answer it because... Other things, I dare say, more important are happening. And we may or may not get back to what the zoo do, what you do, what the zoo do, at Xanadu. All right, Donald Trump today held a press conference which validated our predictions of weeks ago when we said as an operating assumption here, as an operating template, Donald Trump has to do what? Donald Trump has to make this and maintain this as a civic circus maximus every day. No, no, not every day. Every news cycle. Donald Trump has to provide entertainment. He has to put bread in the window of the bakery. He has to put hammers in the window of the hardware store every day. Preferably every news cycle, which is two to three times a day, every day between now and early November. He can't afford otherwise. He must make this campaign a matter of the consciousness of every American who might possibly vote. And so today, Donald Trump held a press conference. It validated our operating template. That this is what the campaign, we talked about this on, what, Friday? Thursday. Uh, On Thursday. What is the campaign going to look like? It's going to look like this. And even before his press conference, before this weekend, we said, it's going to look like this. Only something has evolved during the weekend, which is going to make it even more so. But it could have changed everything. And we will talk about that in a moment. The other thing the press conference did today. It was an hour of Donald Trump calling the press sons of bitches and bastards, lying, dishonest bastards, 
journalists like I've never heard, like no one that I know of but me has been saying for 20 years, I have how I have longed for someone on the Republican side to stand, or whatever side, for someone to stand up and say, you are journalists. You have taken an honorable profession and you have turned it into journalism. Here's how, here's why I'm saying it today, and I'm going to say it every day you do it, all the way through this campaign. And if I win, someone said, hey, if you win, is this what it's going to be like? If you become president of the United States, is this what it's going to be like? And you know what uh, Trump said? He said, yes. This is Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jay Severin Show. I am Jay Severin. You are the best and brightest. 1 888 I will get to Twitter in a moment. As you know, all messages read, uh, all appreciated, many read on air, many read on air and answered. Uh, and if I'm forgetting any other categories, forgive me. It's been an odd day. My blood sugar is low. Uh, that address is at J-A-Y, little underscore doohickey, at J-A-Y underscore S-E-V-E-R-I-N. The number again, one 888 uh, I'm not voluntarily going into the zoo, zoo-do, zoo-do, you-do, zoo-do. I'm not going into that uh, any more than I have. I just wanted to set... Uh, the circumstances of the case and of the event. And if I remember, if no one calls today, if there is insufficient interest in this story to generate a single call about it, I may or may not remember the story. But I would like to give you my answer to the question and offer the accompanying op-ed piece, which I think just screams out to be given with this event. But I will not prejudice it by offering mine first. Let's go back to, has everything changed? I mean, during this fairly mild, not wild weekend, did everything change? What am I talking about? Well, you, as usual, are the judge. The thing that causes me to ask the question or to insinuate the answer, everything changed, includes the following. As recently as yesterday morning, sorry, check that, Sunday morning, as recently as Sunday morning, Bill Crystal, publisher of the Weekly Standard, all around good fellow, hail fellow well met. I've known him for many years. Not well, but uh, certainly an acquaintance. He is a good fellow. I don't believe in my lifetime 
anyone has made, approached making, the number and, and, and magnitude of wrong, of grossly incorrect political predictions or analyses or fundamental notions about politics than Bill Crystal. He is a really fine fellow. I'm, I'm really coming to think he is a political imbecile. But he is a he's a fine fellow. I, you'd love to have, I mean, if, if one brunched, one would love to brunch with him. I don't brunch. But if I were to brunch, I think I'd, I, would, uh, I would pick Bill. As of Sunday morning, Bill Crystal, who is still treated by the mainstream journalists as an oracle of some kind, it is the most amazing thing. Not only is he on every single mainstream media outlet, why? Because he's Bill Crystal's son, or Irving Crystal's son, that's why. Because his father was a political pundit who, incidentally, got a lot of things right. Bill gets everything wrong, and he's everywhere. No matter, And you know why he's everywhere? Because he bills himself as a Republican, but his act is the Republicans suck. If you want to guarantee yourself a lifetime of media appearances and a status on the Washington cocktail circuit, adopt this act. Steal it. In any case, given the story today with which we led, ape it. See what I did there? Do, Do what Bill Crystal does. Call yourself a Republican. Well, I'm a solid Republican from a Republican family. It's just that the Republicans suck. They have always sucked. They suck now. They will forever suck. I, I don't vote for them. I won't vote for them. I don't vote for them. You oughtn't vote for them. Why? Because they suck. See, this will enable you to be every Democrat's favorite Republican. This is how you get a column in the New York Times, for instance. Every dope they put in the New York Times writing a twice a week column who is the only centrist, political centrist, they call it their conservative, their token conservative, but the only person remotely like the political center at the New York Times, and there are other papers who do the same thing, is they have their pet, their token Republican, but he or she is never a real Republican, that is to say, never a conservative. That is to say, in terms of the candidates for the presidential race this year, if those candidates were instead vying for the job of columnist at the New York Times, they would say, well, we're going to take up, we're going to have a Republican. And you would say, oh, great, maybe it'll be Ted Cruz. No, there's no chance. It's, it's who it's going to be is is Heb, Heb Bush, Heb Bush, help, help, help Heb Bush. And that so you get me? So that's what Bill Crystal is. 
Bill Crystal said Sunday morning there's going to be a third-party candidate. There's going to be a third-party candidate, and it's going to be a candidate of prominence and plausibility, a serious candidate with a real chance to win. Hello? Jay Severin. Excelsior. The Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. And the best and brightest, you, right here, one 3393 Has everything changed in the presidential race? I could spend the day arguing. I could spend the week arguing. Only things will change more by tomorrow. But they may not change as much as they've changed in the last few days. And they are not sudden traumatic occurrences. They are not sudden crystalline events. They are the culmination, they are the validation of suspicions that we have had, that we have discussed for weeks, for months, all of a sudden that seem to be coming to fruition, any one of which completely changes the arithmetic here. One is Bill Crystal. Now, I know it's only Bill Crystal, but... See, I can explain Bill Crystal. I have explained Bill Crystal. And 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 so can you. And you can explain him to somebody else, and we can explain him away at our own peril. It may be ludicrous that Bill Crystal is regarded as a political oracle, and it may be ludicrous that despite his track record, anybody listens to him about what kind of coffee to get let alone who to vote for. But the fact is, people do. The fact is, all of the votes that John Kasich gets, that Heb, Heb, Bush got, that every moderate and liberal rhino in this country gets, is the kind of person that regards Bill Crystal as an oracle. They don't care that he's wrong all the time. They don't care that he thinks Republicans suck. They don't care that he's going to vote for Hillary Clinton. He is, and he's said so. The fact is the fact, and the fact is that Bill Kristol has an audience, a big one. He represents a tranche, a slice, a portion of people who are definitely going to vote. Now, I don't know how many people listen to Bill Crystal, but I could tell you that a lot do. And I could tell you that, and I can't tell you what a lot is. I'm going to have to home in on that a bit. But a lot. 
But more importantly, everybody that listens to Bill Crystal and regards him as uh, somehow an oracle votes. So his audience is potent, even if it's not huge, but it's still big. Okay, Bill Crystal. That, that's it, why am I still talking about Bill Crystal? The same reason I talk about Heb Bush or somebody else with a constituency that's actually representative of a large tranche of people who vote. Bill Crystal is. And on Sunday morning, Bill Crystal once and forever finally put his ridiculous reputation. I'm sorry, Bill. His ridiculous political uh, uh, uh uh, prognosticating uh, uh, abilities, such as they have never been, on the line when he said, he called a press conference to say, there will be a third-party candidate. We will not allow, I don't know, he keeps saying we. I was looking for, did he have a mouse in his pocket? Does he have tapeworms? What, who's we? Multiple personalities? But Bill Crystal kept saying, we will not allow Donald Trump to become president. And, 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 and you know, we will try to avoid the only option, which is voting for Hillary Clinton. There will be, says Bill Crystal. Now, again, my point is, here's a guy with a constituency. Here's a guy with an audience. Here's a guy with a magazine. Here's a guy with millions of people who listen to him. I'm not saying they listen to him like like you'd listen to Rush. I'm not saying he's got an audience like, say, Rush's. I'm not saying like a major Mondo audience, but he does have an audience. And here is this guy standing up there when finally he could say, let me cut my losses, and instead he's doubling down. There will be a third-party candidate. I'm telling you, I'm guaranteeing you, there's going to be a third-party candidate, and that candidate will be prominent, and have money, and be credible, and be plausible, and have a good chance of winning. Now, my reaction to that, as I presume to suggest yours ought to be, is, what? Like, what is what, what means this? What would cause this guy, I know, I know, it doesn't, it never seems to matter how often he is wrong, or how greatly wrong he is. But this is a bridge too far because Bill Crystal is doing a lot to elect Hillary Clinton by merely announcing, even to his limited but extant constituency, don't worry, help is on the way. Don't worry, the cavalry is coming. There will be a third-party candidate that will be a rhino. And that person's going to have money and support and a good chance of winning. When Bill Crystal says that, now, during Memorial Day of election year, I'm telling you, he knows something for once that we don't. And what he knows is that he's got money and political people telling him, using him as their mouthpiece. Are you listening? If I've, I've never said anything writer on the radio in my life than this. This is absolutely so. 
Bill Crystal, officially or otherwise, is is the spokes freak. For, sorry, Bill, for the people that won't go forward because they feel they're not in uh, a circumstance where they're comfortable doing so. <laughs> Mitt Romney, <laughs> Mitt Romney, <laughs> Mitt Romney, <laughs> Mitt Romney. Which places me in a difficult position because I happen to love Mitt, but it is Mitt Romney, in my view, and people who share his views that are behind Bill Crystal. Now, I don't know that. I can't prove it. Such things cannot be proven, per se. But here's what it means, bottom line. The resistance to Trump among rhinos is still so deep, as we have been saying here for how many months? The plotting, the schemes, the conspiracies among and between rhinos to deny it's why I have refused to endorse Donald Trump because I'm endorsing the nominee of the Republican Party. And as I have said every day, when does that occur? Not when you're the presumptive nominee. Does it occur when you arrive in Cleveland with 1,238 delegates? No. Hasn't happened then either. It happens when and only when and if the gavel comes down thuswise and says, we have a nominee. His name is Donald J. Trump. They raise his hand up. They bang the gavel. That's it. We have a nominee. Until and unless that moment occurs, we don't have a nominee. And even after this moment occurs... That doesn't mean that the lying bastards who do this won't next take that object and do this on Donald Trump's head backstage. It doesn't mean they're not plotting against him all the time that they seem to be nominating him. But at least as far as I personally am concerned, the moment... They nominate him, we have a nominee, and that changes things. At least it does for me. But does that mean they're behind Trump? No, it doesn't mean that. And when Bill Crystal goes on television Sunday morning of Memorial Day weekend election year, he doesn't speak for himself. Nobody seriously takes seriously Bill Crystal's political predictions, except maybe the people who are going to pay $5,000 to go on that Alaskan sea voyage. Have you heard about that one? Maybe we watch different television, but if you watch Fox, they can do spot buys, so maybe it depends where you live. But, you know, this Alaskan sea voyage where you get to listen to uh, conservative oracles like Bill Crystal, uh, like um, uh, oh, there are several other people there, not one of whom gets anything right ever. Uh, what's her name? Kristen, Kirsten, who's who's on Fox all the time? I'm sorry. She's fairly cute, but she's a dope. And whatever kind of dope she is, she ain't a conservative dope. 
but she's going to be on a conservative cruise. The dopes are the ones that are going to pay $5,000 to think that the people sitting across from them in the lecture hall are telling them anything that matters. Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. This is Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. Best and brightest, I opened the show today by saying, has everything changed? All of the conversations I had this weekend, mostly with my family, about this, we love to, you know, we love to theorize about politics. And, of course, we've got a daughter who is gifted, so far as I could tell, at least insofar as her level of interest and knowledge at this young an age uh, about national politics. And I love sounding her out. And she's at the point where I can, you know, I'm still the maestro, but I won't say that she doesn't get me every once in a while, at least with a good question. So she's coming along nicely. In any case, in my conversations about this since we were last together, I have always said, and the most recent was last night here at home in the living room together over dinner. My family discussed the following. Okay, under what conditions does everything change? And the answer to that has ever been the same. If there's a third party candidate that's serious or a fourth party or a fifth party, what I've come here today to tell you is that if if a three-star general held a press conference tomorrow, listen to all these facts, a three-star general held a press conference at the Pentagon tomorrow and said, I believe that we will be at war with Iran within 10 days. That does not mean we would be at war with Iran within 10 days. What it would mean is that you and I would get together and say, whoa, whoa, wait a second. This guy is a three-star general holding an official press conference from the stage of the Pentagon. He didn't do this on his own. If he if he is saying this, it means he's speaking for other people more powerful than he. He's not out there on the end of this diving board by himself. He couldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. All right. I've just give, given Bill Crystal the biggest promotion he's ever had, metaphorically. When Bill Crystal, who does control a lot of the ears and eyeballs and, and money and, and media influence when this rhino, this is probably the most, this is one of the single most influential rhinos not holding elective office in the United States of America, Bill Crystal and his magazine. When he stands up and says 
on in front of every microphone he can find on Memorial Day weekend of election year, there is, I'm telling you, this wasn't like an answer on a radio show. He was, he was holding a press conference and saying to the national media, I'm here to tell you that there is going to be a third-party candidate, a serious third-party candidate with money and reputation who can win. What means this? What means this is that it changes everything. Now, it's not a surprise in a sense that we, you and I here, have known for months that if there's a third-party candidate against Trump or against Clinton or against anybody, it changes everything. A couple of things happened. Two things happened during the weekend. In order of seriosity and likelihood that have upped the chances that Hillary Rotten Clinton will be the next president of the United States. One of them, and rated number one, is that the biggest rhino mouthpiece, and by biggest, I'm not being, uh, I'm not savaging him. I'm saying, I'm I'm giving him props. I'm saying, the guy that the rhinos have gotten together to send out there as their spokesperson, Bill Crystal has gone out there as their spokesperson and said, we're going to have a third-party candidate against Trump. He doesn't go out there on a whim. He's not speaking only for himself. This changes everything. Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. You are the best and brightest. I am Jay Severin. Everything is changing. Everything has changed. I'm not sure if we've made that jump. We're right in the middle of that leap. We've talked about the first big prospective problem, and that is when a guy who obviously speaks for big numbers of rhino Republicans, sore losers all, Get together and say, Bill, we'll back you. Go out there on that stage. Go out on national television. Tell everybody there is going to be a third-party candidate, i.e. a rhino. We guarantee it. And Bill says, well, wait a second. Don't send me out there if you're not going to do this. Bill, we guarantee you we're going to do this. Go out on Memorial Day and announce a third-party candidate that there will be that will run against Trump. By the way, what there will be, if that happens, is President Hillary Rotten Clinton. Now our bigger problem, Veritas. Welcome back, best and brightest. One triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. One triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. 
I'm Jay Severin, and I've got some bad news for you. I'm sorry. I, I don't like opening a show like that, or I, I'm opening an hour of a show like that. I do have some bad news for you. And, and that's not because I assume that you're for anybody. I assume that if you're here, you're most likely, most likely against Hillary Clinton. I assume if you're here, you are most likely not a communist. If you're here, you are most likely not a rhino. You could be, but most likely you are not. I'm not assuming you're for anybody. If I needed to build that argument, I could do it. I've done it. I love doing it. Ask me to do it. I'll do it again. I'll never tire of it. But I'm not going to make that argument right now. I'm just telling you that I assume you don't want Hillary to be president. If you don't want Hillary to be president, if you were looking forward at least with meager curiosity to the day when I would deactivate my standing political order that Hillary will be the next president of the United States. I have yet to deactivate that, you know. That is my standing prediction. That is Guru Jay's, holy cow chip, that is Guru Jay's standing political prediction, and it has not changed in many, many years. I always told you I let that I will there will be a fanfare. I will let you know the moment I can say it, I will say it. It will make me very happy to say it, but I can't say it. And two things that happened no that culminated this weekend make it less likely that I shall be able to say it. Sooner rather than later, if at all. One of them is that the the stooge of the rhinos, sorry, Bill, and by that I don't mean you're stupid. Only a stupid person could think Bill Crystal stupid. But he is a stooge in the classic sense. Bill Crystal is a stooge for the rhinos. And they sent him out on a stage this weekend to say... Fear not, fellow rhinos, we are putting up a third-party candidate that's going to knock the snot out of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not going to be president. He is not going to be president. And Bill Crystal's not speaking for himself. He's speaking for very powerful people with lots of money who are willing to try and make this happen. They will not. All they will do is elect Hillary. The thing that I'm here to tell you is, they know this. They will never admit it to you. But we've known this for, what, a year? How long have we been talking about this here on this show? That there are rhinos that would rather lose to Hillary. They would rather lose to Hillary than win with a conservative. This is not just Trump we're talking about. You know we're talking about Ted Cruz. We've been saying this for eight or nine months. We know that people like Bill Kristol and Heb, Heb Bush would rather lose to Hillary Clinton than win with Ted Cruz. We've explained all the reasons why. I'm happy to do it again. 
I'll always be happy to do it again. Invite me to do it again, but I'm not doing it again without invitation. Instead, what I'm saying is, if you think that Bill Crystal is just Bill Crystal individual blowhard, you are missing the point. Bill Crystal has become a blowhard, but he is right now the stooge official blowhard spokesman for a group of Republicans that have the money and the political clout to lure some poor, stupid bastard into the race because they've told him, don't worry, don't worry. There are many more people like us than Trumpsters, and they'll reject Trump, and they'll vote for you, and you'll be president. And if you're not, you will be our next nominee, because that's the way things work in the lame, stooge, rhino Republican Party. Lose all you like. There's There's nothing wrong with losing, just so long as you're the next one in line, and you keep us all in our jobs. So long as they have a never-ending lineup of Bob Dole's and John McCain's and Mitt Romney's, the Republicans will be sated. They'll be happy. They don't care if they win. They don't care if they win. They want to make sure if they ever win, they win with the greatest ideological purity. So they're happy to lose honorably. You know why? Because they're losers! God forbid someone like Trump comes in and does what they've said, these lying bastards have said for years they've wanted to do, and that is, we want to grow the tent. We want more people in the tent. The Republican Party needs a bigger tent. We need to draw more people to our candidate and our party. Now, see... What they meant was, we want to extend welfare, we want to give the voting rights back to violent felons, we want to welcome into the country illegal immigrant criminals, we want to have open borders, we want to have higher taxes, we want to speak Spanish. All these things are, are great, good, fine. We'll do all of these things in order to attract other people. But enforce the law on immigration? Build a wall to stop illegal immigration? Stop uh, Muslims who can't be checked in any way, whom we suspect through our intelligence sources are smuggling ISIS assassins into our country stop that let's not get ridiculous you know i mean this is this is who the rhinos are the rhinos are the enemy the only thing stopping the rhinos from indictment and hanging as the treasonous bastards they are is intent unlike the democrats even though the operational impact of their foul deeds is the same. It elects a communist as president. The difference is intent. Bill Crystal doesn't think he's a communist. Bob Dole, Mitt Romney, John McCain, these are fine men 
who don't believe they are hurting their country. They think they are helping their country by stopping the only person who can stop Hillary Clinton, which is Donald Trump. They, they, they don't understand. And you say, Jay, you are just a tool. You're just a guy on the radio. And you know what? You're right. Although I'm kind of not just that. I've been in politics as long or longer than any of the people I just named. And and almost everybody I just named, I've advised. Because they know that my business was running campaigns all over the world. And knowing politics is very different than knowing government. My little girl asked me last night, yeah, but what happens once, you know, so-and-so wins, it gets sworn in? And I said, daughter, I never had any idea you were interested in government. You're not a third generation government, Severin. You're a third generation political, Severin. Our interest is politics. Our interest ends, not our interest, but our expertise certainly ends. And our moment-to-moment presumption to offer advice ends when the campaign ends we're talking about politics you want to talk about government and legislation i don't know anything i know whether or not you're going to get it passed and i could tell you how and when because that's politics that's when you need me to tell you when to bring it forth and what it can say and what it can't say and who you're going to need but that's that's politics government i've never had much interest in so switching back again, forget government. As far as politics go, when Bill Crystal says we're going to run a third-party candidate, the chances that there is going to be a third-party candidate and that that third-party candidate will automatically elect Hillary Clinton are very great. Jay Severin. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jay Severin Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Best of brightest, I'm Jay Severin, and I have a bigger problem than the one we've just talked about. The, number, the, 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 the problem we talked about was there is a group that's going to put forward a third-party candidate, and they almost certainly are serious. Whether they'll actually do it, I don't know. But, but trust me, so I don't need to talk about this again, They mean to do it. They mean to do it, and they are almost certainly able of doing it. If they do it, it it means that Hillary wins. Okay, here's what may be, and if I'm guilty of anything today, I'm always guilty of a lot of things, but if I were to indict me today, I'd indict me for maybe, maybe I have a case against me for burying the lead. This kills me to say this because I'm going to get tweets from people telling me, I told you this six months ago, and no, you didn't. Because the circumstances didn't exist six months ago that exist now. But you want to know our big problem? 
our big problem is a guy named Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson is the lisping, mincing, ludicrous cartoon character, libertarian, former governor of New Mexico, whose biggest claim to fame is that he's he's pro-pot. And now he has enlisted former left-wing Republican governor William Weld, whom I know, uh, of Massachusetts, to be his running mate. There's a killer ticket. But it doesn't matter if he had Humpty Dumpty or, you know, it doesn't matter who he has as a running mate. Gary Johnson is stepping into a circumstance where fate is going to hand him the tools to elect Hillary Clinton. And the Clinton campaign is already supporting him in ways you don't know about. They love the idea of a Gary Johnson candidacy just as much as they love the idea of any third-party candidacy put up by the people who are behind Bill Kristol. And here's why. Mrs. Clinton is in serious trouble because of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders now thinks he can win California next week. And you know what? Hillary thinks it too. Bernie Sanders now thinks he can win, if not New Jersey next week, he thinks he can win California. And Hillary believes it too. Hillary has dropped Hillary has rescheduled all of her money and all of her appearances. She's dropped everything to spend every waking moment in California because she thinks Sanders is going to beat her in California. And if that happens, superdelegates could start to defecate for the first time. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say defecate? I meant to say defecate. I mean, of course, defect. And that's what she is worried about. But what puts a little salve on that wound is Gary Johnson. Because the real question is, where do disaffected Bernie Sanders voters go? It looks like if the race is between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, something like one out of every four or five Sanders voters are going to vote for Trump. The bigger third-party candidate who won't be on the biggest possible third-party candidate who's going to swing this election, in theory, who won't be on the ballot, is Bernie Sanders. Because the young people, when they find out they can't vote for Bernie, Rather than stay home, many of them will. But a lot of them so far appear reliably as if they're going to vote for Trump. Now, I don't mean anything like most, and maybe it's unfair to say a lot. But to me, a lot is if it's 2% and it swings the election, that's a lot. Okay? And a lot, by my definition, 
of young people are going to vote for Trump instead of Clinton if they can't vote for Bernie. But with a lisping, mincing, pro-pot, so-called libertarian candidate in the race, they've got someplace else to go. And Trump, in theory, if Trump is the nominee, Trump needs every disaffected vote in order to win. If this vote gets split by anybody, anywhere, anyhow, Hillary Clinton is president of the United States. And the mincing, lisping, uh, pro-pot, New Mexico libertarian former governor, uh, Gary Johnson, is already polling in the latest Fox poll at 10%. Now, you know where this goes? He's at 10% now. You've never heard of him. I mean, you have, but no one's ever heard of him. He's at 10%. If he can, in the next three months, get to 15%, and your loyal servant is here to tell you right now, he's going to. Gary Johnson, the mincing uh, pro-pot libertarian, is going to get to 15%, and he's going to get into the presidential debates. That's what he needs. He needs 15%. He gets into debates. When he gets into debates, then the young people are going to hear him mincing around the stage talking about pot, and he's going to end up with 25% of the vote, and you get Hillary. Seven on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. All right, best and brightest. Uh, starting off the week with truly horrible news. We just get it out there. It's been said, <clears throat> like pulling a tooth. I wish it were that easy, though. Horrible news number one is that a very credible, under the circumstances, a very credible spokesperson for the rhinos has announced the rhinos are going to double F. Donald Trump. They are going to screw him. No matter what they say publicly, they are going to put up a third party candidate and that guarantees Hillary Clinton is president. Hillary Clinton as president guarantee number one is a rhino candidate. Hillary Clinton as president guarantee number two is that mincing socialist pot smoking socially liberal New Mexico former governor Gary Johnson, uh, oh, did I mention libertarian, so-called, is already drawing 10%. In good national polls, he's drawing 10%. If he draws 15 and he has another two or three months to do it, then he gets to be in the presidential debates. If he gets to be in the presidential debates... And when the young people get a load of the fact that they're not going to get a chance to vote for Bernie, 
then instead of voting for Trump as a protest, which lots of them would otherwise have done, they're going to vote for the mincing, pot-smoking Johnson. And his numbers are going to go up. If he's in the presidential debates, Johnson's numbers are going to go up into the 20% plus range. 20, 22%. And it's over. Over. It's over, as we say in France. It's over. Hillary Clinton is president. That's why I know you didn't expect this. You didn't want it. You don't deserve it. But this is why the very toss that I am here to tell you is that two very... Look, I know this is hard to believe. Jay, are you telling me that I, I, I was with you on Thursday afternoon... And there was a very good chance, for good or ill, there was a very good chance that Hillary Clinton was not going to be president of the United States. That, in fact, for good or ill, there was a very good chance that Donald Trump was going to be the next president of the United States. That's exactly what I said, and it's exactly what I was saying. That's right. And Jay, are you telling me that all I did was have a couple of beers and respect our war heroes, and I show up today, and you're telling me all of a sudden now that's all going in the crapper? That's pretty much what I'm saying, except I don't know that's what's going to happen. I'm just setting forth the prospects that it now is a very real possibility. And look, here's why. If on this otherwise bucolic weekend you had a couple beers honored the war dead, and got a phone call from your doctor. And the phone call from your doctor said, as a result of your yearly physical, I have in front of me your blood work and your x-rays. And I think you should get your personal affairs in order. Now, I don't mean to joke with stuff like this, but... And you would say, well, what do you mean? And do I, you know, how long do I have? And can I beat this? And, 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 and God willing, he would say, yes, yes, you can beat this. And, you know, I'm giving you the worst case scenario and everything else. That's what I'm doing right now. I am your political doctor and I have your blood, our blood work and x-rays in front of me. And something has just come to my attention. I didn't know since our last physical on Thursday afternoon, because when I gave us our physical on Thursday afternoon, I didn't feel the lump, which is the Bill Crystal, Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell, uh, uh, Speaker Ryan, Rhino, third party, Rhino candidate. I didn't feel that lump. I missed that lump. I also missed the lump, which is the mincing Gary Johnson of New Mexico. Now, we're going to need to do further tests, and we hope that both of those lumps are merely cysts. And if they're not cysts, they're at least benign. But I'm telling you, if they're not cysts and they're not benign, You're not going to be around to find out who's the next president. 
is what I'm essentially saying, metaphorically speaking. And that's what I'm saying. Now you say, Jay, Jay, uh, couldn't you break this to me more easily? Don't you know that old joke? Hey, Bob, welcome back from vacation. Yeah, anything change? Everything okay? Well, well, actually, uh, your uh, your cat died, and so did your uh, so did your grandmother. What? 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 You you just tell me just like that? You couldn't let me down more easily. And he goes, well, you know, Bob, let me. I should I, th- I should have been more thoughtful. Let me think about this. Uh, let's do this over. Okay. Welcome back from vacation. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, how is everything? The market's up. The Knicks still lost. And your cat is dead. So is your grandmother. I, you know, there are only so many ways to put this stuff. And this wasn't the beginning of the, none of this was the beginning of this sickness this weekend. This was the culmination of this sickness. You see, we all thought, I mean, when I say we, I mean, I'm including you. We, politically astute, had every reason to believe when we signed off from each other on Thursday, going into Memorial Day weekend, that Bill Crystal had finally given up. And that the people, because Bill Crystal has no money, I mean, he'll never have to work a day in his life, and his family won't have to work. I don't mean that by that. I mean, when I tell you I have no money, I mean I have no money. But when he tells you he has no money, he means four generations from now they'll have no money if they spend like drunken sailors between now and then. But, I mean, he doesn't have money. He's not a, a magnate. He's not a industrialist. He's not Sheldon Adelson. He can't run a super PAC. He doesn't have that kind of wealth. He's He has money, but he doesn't have wealth. But he speaks for people who individually and collectively do. And we thought they had given up. I It looked to me as though they had given up. Didn't it look that way to you? The last thing in the world I... I the last thing in the world I expected to see this weekend was Bill Crystal, Because I thought Bill would have been, frankly, you know, not eager to appear on talk shows or in front of the press under the circumstances. I mean, what are you going to say? I got it wrong again for the 1,200th time? So I didn't expect to see Bill Crystal. The last thing I expected next to Bill Crystal was Bill Crystal saying, we are launching a candidate against Donald Trump, parenthetically. I can't yet tell you that candidate's name, except we are doing it for sure. And that candidate will have money, credibility, and a good chance to win. That's what Bill said. That's a quote. Now, you say to me, Jay, he's been wrong so many That Isn't your point that Bill's always wrong? Yeah, but Bill wasn't making a prediction. Bill Crystal wasn't making a prediction on Sunday. He was he was delivering news. He was making an announcement. When I come on the show and say, you know, I think X is going to happen, that's different than saying X has occurred. 
One is analysis, you know, prediction. The other one is news. Bill Crystal didn't make a prediction. He made news. And the only reason he could make news is that he's got people behind him with money to make it so. So is there a way out of this? Yes. The way out of this would be the end of Bill Crystal. I mean, if now, at this point, two weeks from now, there still isn't a rhino, a formal announcement of a rhino candidacy who meets those criteria, prominent, credible, good chance of winning, lots of money behind him, all of that, then that's, to me, pretty much got to be the end of Bill Crystal politically. I mean, I don't know why anyone would, again, the key difference here is you can make wrong predictions all your life. But if I come on the radio and say to you, there's just been a plane crash and the Green Bay Packers, it was the Green Bay Packers team plane. That's not a prediction. That's a hideous, awful announcement of news. And, and, and if it were not so, and I said it, knowing it weren't so, you would never listen to me again about anything. But if I made a prediction, I said, to Coach, say this next Tuesday is the California primary. I think Bernie Sanders is going to beat Hillary Clinton. If I'm wrong about that, you'd say, well, Jay, you big blowhard, you got that one wrong, didn't you? And I'd have to say, yeah, I did. I got 99 out of 100 right, but I did get that one wrong. That's different than delivering news to people who trust you as news. Bill Crystal's ass was not on the line this weekend. He didn't step out there as Bill Crystal. He was out there as the spokesman for a group, a group of people who said, Bill, don't worry, don't worry. We're not going to embarrass you. Go out there and announce we're launching a candidacy and a candidate. And I have to believe that they are. If they don't, well, great. I mean, that that's great. But that had to be the end of my friend Bill and it would be one of the only times in American history when someone has gone out and said, here, I have an announcement today. You know, where you know, stick with me within several days. I'll have a candidate's name for you. We're launching a third-party candidacy. And then if they don't do it, great. But I think they're going to. This is Jay Febron on the Blaze Radio Network. And best and brightest, I know how very accustomed you are to this process of hearing us say something and then the principals involved in the story saying the same thing uh, an hour later or a day later or days later. As it turns out, about an hour ago, Donald Trump is quoted as saying, Republicans who are pushing for an independent candidate would 
guarantee losing the election for the Republicans. So what we have been together analyzing for the last two hours is what the candidate himself has just announced. Now, look, do I mean to take credit for it? For me, for you? (laughs) You betcha. But uh, it wasn't the hardest prediction or analysis in the world, was it? No, it wasn't. It's obvious at this point that there's a reason that Hillary Clinton has always been the favorite. And there's a reason, frankly, that I'm the best political analyst on the radio in America. That doesn't make me a good radio host. I've had to work at being a good radio host. I haven't had to work being a good political analyst. I have no competition. I know I do have to work on the the humility part, but quite honestly, why waste our time? I, I know what I'm talking about. And I know that part of it. And so my inability to come before you and say, okay, I have a great announcement to make. I am hereby today withdrawing my official prediction that Hillary Clinton will be the next president of the United States. 60. I can't say that. I can't say it because these two things evolved or devolved during the weekend. If it's true that the rhinos, as Donald Trump, again, I know, I know, I know, I know you love me, but I know you hate me. I know there, I know you're out there and now you said, Jay, will you shut up? I mean, how do you know? Bill Crystal's a blowhard. Nothing he says matters. Well, you know who else takes him seriously? Donald Trump, who might have been the next president of the United States. Don, what is Donald Trump worrying about this afternoon? Exactly what we've been talking about. And exactly to the point we've been discussing it. That's what he's been worrying about. I hope that's why you're here. And I certainly hope we can change that prediction. This is Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network.